Hello everyone and welcome to the Curious Mind podcast. My name is Gabriel Ellis. I'm a psychotherapist and Buddhist scholar. And in this podcast, I take deep dives into complex psychological topics that affect our well-being in general. Today, I want to discuss the preconditions for self-development, be it alone in coaching, counseling, or therapy. The first precondition is a sober and unbiased assessment of my life situation. Where am I now? What is going well? What is going bad? And what can I do on my own? Where do I need help? In a sense, this first precondition is truthfulness towards myself, as much as I can. Or, in other words, I vow not to lie to myself. Don't take this lightly. Many people are sloppy when it comes to this aspect. I tell myself regarding an issue, oh, it's fine, it will sort itself out somehow, when actually I know that it will not improve on its own. Or telling myself that the relationship is okay when it isn't. Or to think that someone is a friend and really likes me when they actually don't act on it. In other words, it is part of daily life that I bullshit myself to a certain extent. Only, when it comes to self-development and mental health, this will backfire. Why? Because the unconscious is listening. And it knows quite well if I tell myself the truth or if I lie to myself. And when it sees that I am knowingly lying to myself, it concludes that I cannot handle the truth. And so, in order to protect me, it will withhold the truth and other matters from me, especially when it comes to difficult stuff that I need to deal with in therapy. And as a consequence, the strongest ally I can have, which is myself or the unconscious, withholds its support. And left alone, I am quite helpless. So, do yourself a favor and set up within yourself a solid foundation of truthfulness. Not only so that you can effectively work on yourself, but also in order to secure the support of the unconscious. The second precondition that needs to accompany truthfulness is benevolence and goodwill towards myself. To firmly establish the will to get better. For example, I could practice truthfulness and then come to the conclusion when I look at myself, the truth is I'm a loser and probably always will be. People just don't like me and why should they? This, of course, is only a depressive mindset disguised as truthfulness. The truthful assessment shouldn't imply a value of myself. It should really approximate an objective view of the situation. Wishing myself well is additionally an attitude which is simply necessary to give the unconscious the direction of improvement. This is actually what many people really struggle with. And there are two types of people here. The first just cannot bring themselves to wish themselves well. They think, I don't deserve it, I'm a bad person, I'm stupid, 
How can I wish myself well after what I've done, etc. This group of people is quite tragic, and I can't pretend that there is a simple trick or technique to switch to goodwill. It's just a fact that people with this mindset have a much more difficult time with the improvement of their mental health. A second type wishes themselves well, but it doesn't have a high priority. There's always something that is on the way. Like, what about my obligations, the kids, my work? It's not the right time. I focus on the relationship right now, not on myself. Or I don't want to waste money on therapy. Or I can afford to work less. Work is critical right now and I have to focus on my career. Maybe next year. Or the situation isn't that bad anyhow. Or maybe I will start yoga next month. Let's see. Or springtime will improve my mood. I'm just weather sensitive. Or it's nothing. I just need to rest. That's all. Etc. You know all these attitudes. So effectively, other things are always more important than my mental well-being. And there is always a lack of time or money or opportunity. If this is my attitude, then obviously the unconscious will follow my lead. It will react with a mix of exhaustion, sadness, satisfaction, accomplishment, and most of all confusion. When the unconscious lacks direction, it reacts in a confused way and simply will not be very supportive. If, on the other hand, my clear priority is to get well and to be satisfied, then the unconscious will use its opportunities to guide us with intuition, the according emotions and thoughts in this very direction. The third precondition, finally, is taking responsibility for what I'm experiencing, for the direction I'm heading, and very importantly, also for what happened to me in the past. When it comes to responsibility, we have the rare occasion where the objective reality doesn't match up with the necessary psychological attitude. When we generally ask what the responsibility of the individual is, for what they experience. We must admit that not only do many people in our environment have a tremendous influence on our daily life, but there are also aspects like infrastructure, weather, politics, the economic situation, etc. So, if I put on the philosopher's hat, it seems ridiculous to assume responsibility for the outcome of the situation with all these major forces I'm exposed to. Only, if I translate this into a mental attitude, I'm inviting helplessness and a setup for depression. Because for each single endeavor, I can only hope and pray that the forces around me support my insignificant efforts. So strangely, if I really wish myself well, I need to assume much more agency and responsibility for my situation. But for what exactly? In the big picture, yes, I have to assume some responsibility for my situation. We all know that. But at a micro level, 
what it comes down to is to assume a tremendous responsibility for my reactions to situations, for my emotions, including my happiness, for what I think about myself, for how I think about others and act towards them, and for my actions in general. And finally, I'm accountable for the support of my unconscious. And here, please don't misunderstand me. I don't mean superficial positivity, optimism, and a go-to spirit. This is a petty attitude, totally disagreeing with the role of the unconscious. Much more, I have to get into a dialogue with the unconscious and not superficially dictate it what I have to feel and what I have to think. For example, if I feel unhappy with my work situation, then the irresponsible thing is to suffer through it and to force myself to go to work year after year. Why is it wrong? Because the sense of unhappiness is a message from the unconscious to let me know that something important is missing. Ignoring this message tells the unconscious that I'm generally not very interested in what it has to say, and hence it will stop communicating with me. And then I will be totally lost in dissatisfaction, not knowing what I want. So my first duty is to take my dissatisfaction with work seriously, and first of all to investigate what I am missing, where my lack is. And these can be many things. I might miss excitement, recognition through money or career, friendship, time, etc. Then I have to ask myself if maybe I have an unrealistic expectation. For example, if I'm 45 and haven't got promoted for a longer time, I can ask myself if I deserve a promotion and then it might be better to look for another position. But maybe the work frustration actually go, goes back to a much broader topic of being frustrated with what life has become and then dealing with crushed expectations in general. In this case, work itself is not the major theme, but only a subtopic. And I have to take care of the bigger theme first. Again, this is only an example for a dialogue process with my unconscious, where I ask myself questions about where I am stuck, and then I follow the breadcrumbs until I finally find out what actually needs to be changed. And it can be circumstances like job or relationship, or it can be my attitude towards these things. This is where the journey gets highly individual and the actions we take through the assumed responsibility form a most intimate journey into what makes us truly unique. So, to sum up, I suggest that self-development and the improvement of my mental health are based on three preconditions. First, an honest assessment of my life. Second, an uncorrupted attitude of wishing myself well. And third, an attitude of taking strong responsibility for what I feel, think, and do, which then leads to a responsibility for my life situation in general.
In my experience, the more a client or patient has these preconditions fulfilled, the smoother and more satisfying their journey is. And you can easily imagine how difficult self-development, coaching, counseling, or therapy is when people have a habit of lying to themselves or not prioritizing their well-being or not taking responsibility for the life situation. I hope this was interesting for you, and maybe you can check for yourself where you are positioned with these three aspects if you want to make adjustments, and most importantly, what effect an adjustment has. That's it for today. Thanks everyone for listening. Feel free to leave a comment, and if you enjoyed it, tune in to another episode on this channel. Below you can also find a link to my website, elliscounseling.com, and my Facebook page, Ellis Counseling and Psychotherapy, where you can contact me for online therapy or counseling sessions.